Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television. Those of you joining us at airjesus.com. Stay tuned to today's message. We want to talk about uh, the provisions of the Father. And so we are so in love with our Heavenly Father. And I'm excited about our Heavenly Father. I want to share some wonderful things. Uh, Just before we look in the Word, I'd like to read some humorous, uh, I guess these are some thoughts to ponder, some questions to kind of analyze things that that really make you think. And I'll I'll read several of them. Um, Why doesn't glue stick to the inside of its bottle? Just some things that make you think. Why are there flotation devices under plane seats instead of parachutes? (laughs) Why are cigarettes sold in gas stations when smoking is prohibited there? Why do you need a driver's license to buy liquor when you can't drink and drive? Why is lemon juice mostly artificial ingredients, but dishwashing liquid contains real lemons? (laughs) If 7-Eleven is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, why are there locks on the doors? (laughs) If a cow laughed, would milk come out of her nose? (laughs) If nothing ever sticks to Teflon, how do they make Teflon stick to the pan? If you're in a vehicle going the speed of light, what happens when you turn on the headlights? If it's zero degrees outside today and it's supposed to be twice as cold tomorrow, how cold is it going to be? How does the guy who drives the snowplow get to work in the mornings? You know the little indestructible black box that is used on planes? Why can't they make the whole plane out of that same substance? (laughs) What do you plant to grow a seedless watermelon? When sign makers go on strike, is anything written on their signs? (laughs) Just a little humor to give us something to laugh about. It's good to laugh. It's good to relax and it's good to laugh and, and have a little humor. It's good for the body, mind, and spirit. Open your Bibles, if you will, up to open to the book of, uh, we'll look at a couple of scriptures, the book of, um, you can stick a finger in Philippians 4.19, there in the New Testament, Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, and also you can stick a finger in Psalms chapter 23, Psalms chapter 23, there in the Old Testament. Psalms 23 and Philippians chapter 4. Let's, let's read, we'll read Psalms 23 verses 1 and 5. Psalms 23 verses 1 and 5. Then we'll flip over and read uh, verse in Philippians. 
Let's, let's read verse 1 together in unison. Psalms 23, verse 1. Ready? Read. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And also read verse 5. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. And also flip over to Philippians 4.19. Let's read that together in unison. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And so we're talking from the subject, the Father's provision. The Father's provision. Psalms 23 verse 1. I like to read that in some other translations. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Some other translation says, I shall not lack. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. I want you to get a picture here of the provision of God that he uh, provides us in the imagery of the sheep to the shepherd. David was a shepherd, so he understood how a shepherd took care of the sheep, and there was no lack to the sheep because the shepherd always took care of him, even risked his own life. There were times David risked his own life to make sure the sheep were taken care of. And so he looks at himself in that position that God is our shepherd. And so now he says emphatically, I shall not lack. I like his confidence there. I shall not. Notice he left no room for discussion, did he? He didn't say the Lord is my shepherd. Maybe he'll take care of me. He said the Lord is my shepherd. And emphatically, I will not lack. I'm not going to want for anything. He understood that the shepherd was the provider for the sheep. And so the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. I like that. King James, I shall not want. Another translation says, the Lord is my shepherd. I will not be without any good thing. I will not be without any good thing. And I like this translation. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. Not only I shall not want, but I shall be supplied with whatever I need. And so we pick up some things here that uh, we realize that if we don't have something, it's, it's only a couple of reasons for that. Either, number one, either it's because it's not right for us, it's not fitting, doesn't fit, um, you know, God has something better, that particular thing that you want to, it doesn't fit you. And so that's maybe a reason why you don't have it. Or number two, it could be that it's not good for you. could be totally wrong, just not good. So number one, it may not fit. Number two, it just could be you know, bad for you. And number three, it may not be time. It may not be time. You shall have it in due time. Turn to your neighbor and say, I will have it in due time. I will have it at the right time. And so that's, those are some things that we can understand that anytime we're, we're lacking something, either it's not, it doesn't fit me or it's wrong for me or I'll have it at the right time. But your confidence has to be 
God's my shepherd and I don't lack anything. I have everything that I need because he is my shepherd and I know he's a good shepherd. And so um, also look at verse five. We pick up some uh, we pick up some of God's provision in verse five. Notice notice uh, verse five. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Another translation says, Thou art my host. Thou art my host, spreading a feast for me while my foes have to look on. Thou art my host, spreading a feast for me while my foes have to look on. And so this is a picture here of a banquet of God's provision and you are the guest of honor. God seats you at his banquet table and it's really the table of God's provision. Everything you need is on that table. Everything you need is he abundantly supplies the table. Notice David goes on to say uh, you anoint my head with oil. That was a um, one picture of just uh, an abundant host, a generous host who would anoint his guests because a lot of times guests would come up and they had been out in the field. And, and so the host, he would have oil just to refresh the guests as they were seated. And so he would just refresh them with oil. And it was a picture of just the abundance, the generosity of the host. And so um, you anoint my head with oil. And then it says, my cup runneth over. And so not only is this table supplying me, it's running over. It's enough for me and my friends. It's enough for me and it's enough for me to be able to help somebody else. God never gives us just enough for ourselves. God always gives us more than we need so that we can be a river of blessing for somebody else. He always does that. Some people pray the prayer, God bless me and my wife, my son, John, and his wife, us four, and no more. (laughs) No, you've limited yourself. You've limited yourself. No, God wants to uh, provide more than you need so that you can be a blessing to other people. And so that's why that cup was running over. David had enough to drink and he had enough to offer others to, to drink who were thirsty as well. And so God gives us an abundance. An abundant supply. It's our Father's provision. The Father's provision. I like the fact that God is such a bountiful benefactor to all his people. He has plentiful provision for our bodies, our souls, our spirits. He has provisions for this life and he has provisions for the life To come, Jesus himself said over in the Gospel of John, I go to prepare you a place. See, he's already made provisions for your next life. This is the God we serve. This is our Heavenly Father. It's the Father's provision. God always uh, sees ahead and he prepares your provision before you even get there. He always does that. God doesn't wait till you have a need and he's stumped. He doesn't know what to do about it. He caught him by surprise. 
No, no. God, God sees the need ahead and he, he prepares abundantly before we ever have a need. He's already uh, supplied the need before we ever have the need. And so I just love this, this wonderful aspect of our Father's provision. I'll tell you what um, really stimulated me to thinking along these lines. Normally, um, normally something happens during the course of the week that sort of arrests my attention and, and God highlights certain things. And, and that's sort of the, the lines that I minister on, along those lines, whatever he highlights to me. And I'll tell you this past week, um, this was actually uh, last Sunday during our God Heals service, our healing service here. Uh, those of you who aren't familiar with that, you can go to airjesus.com and you can read information about our God Heals service here. Um, but this is our, our, our monthly healing service. And as we were um, laying hands on those who were here um, seeking healing, and James and I, we normally work together, and Nathaniel has a line, Pastor Nathaniel has a line, and we have a line. And, and normally the procedure, as individuals come up to get prayer for physical healing, we always ask them, you know, what it is that they would like for us to pray for so we can know specifically the part of the body uh, that we can apply our faith to and, and pray specifically. And so... Um, this particular Sunday, last Sunday, I noticed that as people came up and we inquired what uh, area of the body they would like us to pray for, I noticed we started receiving requests for things that were not physical healing. And it almost puzzled me for a moment because I was saying to myself, this is a healing service. <laughs> This is a healing service. And so we're, you know, we're here to pray for the sick. And so we started getting requests, and James will attest to this. We started getting people saying that I need a job. <laughs> and I'm saying, I said, that's not the job finding service. <laughs> this isn't, and it was really puzzling me because it started happening more than once. Uh, someone else came up and uh, I said, I said, where can we pray? What physical part of your body? He said, I need prayer for my business. And so one after another, um, then somebody else came up and said, I just need prayer for God's will. And, I'm not, and I'm saying to them, well, I'm, I'm saying, what about your physical healing? <laughs> I mean, James and I, we already got our hands oiled up. We're ready to, we're ready to lay hands on the sick. And so we started, I started getting all of these requests for things that were not physical ailments. And um, I began to just feel on the inside. I began to just feel the Spirit of God impress on the inside of me, the Father's provision. I began to just receive that I don't just provide for the healing of your body. I care about all your needs. Anywhere you're hurting, when you hurt, I hurt. I'm your heavenly father. And this, this rolls up on me. And I begin to see that this is the father's provision. And I begin to say to individuals when I got a hold of what, what God was showing me, I, 
also, not only do we, did we get a diversity of prayer requests, we also get a range of severity of, of um, ailments. Uh, some are minor. Some people may have sore wrists, and they just simply want prayer for their sore wrists, all the way to the other extreme where people may have heart disease, lung cancer, so, you know, life-threatening situations. And so I recall uh, a gentleman coming up who um, wanted prayer. He had lung cancer. And the Spirit of God prompted me to say to him that God can heal your lung cancer just as easily as he can heal a headache. It's all the Father's provision. It's the same, he's the same provider. And it's, it's no more difficult for him to heal lung cancer than it is for him to heal a headache. And then when I caught a hold of that, I began to see when all those other needs came up, I began to say, it's no more difficult for God to give you favor to find a job than from him for him to heal you of a disease. It's all provision. It's all meeting your needs. It's all the Father has everything that we need. And there's nothing too hard for him. He can give you favor in your business the same way that he can bring healing to your body. It's all a part of the Father's provision. And so I begin to just see that. That is all these uh, variety of prayer requests that God had provision for them. God had provision. And so I began to pray for each one with that on my heart and with that in my mind. That God, this is, this is a part of your provision. The Lord is my shepherd. We shall not want. We shall not lack. There is no good thing that we should go without. God, this is your bountiful provision. And so I begin to just pray out of a heart of our Father's provision. He provides for all of our need. God is concerned about all of your needs. First Peter chapter 5 verse 7 says, uh, Cast the whole of your care on Him, for He cares for you watchfully and affectionately. God cares for you. He cares about any, there's no need you can't come to Him with. God cares about your needs. God cares. And he has provision. He doesn't, he doesn't just care about your needs. He has provision for your needs. That table is spread before us. As a father myself, and I begin to get this imagery, and I actually begin telling a lot of the people in the healing line this, I begin to say, as you're coming up here for healing, I want you to picture yourself in front of the Heavenly Father's throne. And I want you to picture yourself just jumping up into his lap. Now, some of the people that come up here are 70, 80 years old. <laughs> but, I, you know, I still give them that imagery of jumping into their heavenly father's lap the same way that we allow our kids and grandkids to jump in our laps. I said, jump in your heavenly father's lap as you come up for healing. Jump in his lap and tell him you have a need Tell him what your need is. Ask him to heal you. And I begin to just, just to, to get that imagery there because myself as a father, not once when my children have come to me with a legitimate, sincere need and they themselves ask me, have I ever turned them away? It's just something about it. I can't do it. 
If I'm able to meet it and it's a legitimate, sincere, sensible, and I know it's a pressing need that they need, I have not once turned my kids away. And the Bible says if you know how to do that, being natural parents, how much more shall your heavenly father freely give good things to those who ask him? The father's provision, the father's, the father's provision. You will find that Jesus operated the same way uh, when he held healing meetings. You will find several times in scripture where Jesus, where the Bible says, and Jesus healed them all. And that let me know. Now, if we got a variety of requests in our healing meeting, Jesus was also getting a variety of requests in his healing meeting. I'm sure people were getting in his line who weren't physically sick. They had other problems. There were some people who were emotionally disturbed, mentally ill, having problems with kids and marriage and the family. They got in Jesus' healing line. And the Bible says, I got that revelation, and Jesus healed them all. Once again, the Father's provision. I meet all your needs in every category, in every area, in all diversity of needs. I supply all your needs. The Father's Provision, the Father's provision, the Father's provision. He cares for you affectionately. He cares for you watchfully. He cares for you. You'll notice that God is always able to somehow make a way for his people. He's always able to somehow. How many of you have ever had times where um, money came in at just the right time when you had a bill due? I mean, just like in the nick of time. And you just said, oh, thank you, Jesus. He always, he always provides. He always provides. He always provides the, the Father's, the Father's provision. I got several other things I didn't get a chance to get to, but those of you who are listening, I want you to go to airjesus.com and I want you to listen to this message in its entirety, message number 7396. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. God wants you to trust Him. He wants you to try, put your trust in Him, because nothing else in this earth is secure, as you can see. Nothing else is secure in this earth, and your trust has to be. And he wants you to trust. And God might be allowing the earth to be shaken up right now so your trust can come back to him. So that he can say, look, I'm your provider. I'm your provider. I am your provider. And so put your trust in God because everything else is shaky. Everything, there's nothing that can be trusted in this physical realm. Everything in this physical realm is insecure and it's shaking. You put your confidence in other things to provide for you. You're going to have problems. But when you keep your confidence on your heavenly father. His provisions are made available to you. You are listening to AirJesus.com and TheOnlineWord.com. This was the first message in the Father's Provision Series by C. Elijah Brauner. This message is number 7396. That's 7396. The next message is number 7397.
To listen to the entire series, click series on theonlineword.com. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.